0: Welcome, one and all, to Umami Manga. I'm Petter, and this is James. Hello! And today we're talking about Volume 9 of Free Ren Beyond Journey's End. But before we dig into the contents of this manga volume, I'd like to just touch a little bit on the anime that has recently started airing.
1: Oh my uh, gosh. The
0: absolutely, so far, very lovely anime adaptation of Free Ren.
2: It's gorgeous. <laughs> right? They, they've really gone above and beyond... Not to say that the manga is bad, bad or poor quality. Absolutely not. But they've taken the transition to the animated realm and really just run with it. Yeah. Fiden is so... Exp- is, she's expressive without being, you know, an expressive person. Does that make sense? Because obviously, like, her emotions are toned down. But mm. also she has these moments where she's very animated and very... Her emotions are telegraphed in her face pretty well.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so good. Like, they they, they convey the emotions so well uh, through the animation. And I think the music helps as well a lot because I think the soundtrack so far has been really, really good and has really helped to elevate these feelings.
2: Yeah, absolutely fantastic.
0: Lovely adaptation so far and very excited to see. Supposedly, it's going to be 28 episodes. So, that's, like... A lot of episodes for like a first season, so I wonder how how far they're gonna get into the story. Like, could they reach by the end of it as far as like sort of around where we are now? I don't I, know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not quite. Maybe they'd end it with the like the ending of the first class of mage exams or something like that. I could see that. I could that see could, that. That could be fitting. Either way, yeah, it's a treat. But in the manga today, we have started the golden land arc or whatever it's supposed to be called but it is uh pretty exciting should we just dive into the characters
2: yes let's 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 do it
0: let's do it starting with Macht, the last one of the seven sages of destruction and according to some he's the strongest one i guess that makes sense if he, if he is the last one standing that he might be the strongest and he very much... He, he, he is very strong. Yeah. We also learned that he used to be Denkin's mentor back in the day. That wow. was juicy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did not right. expect that. Not at all. And the fact that he... Like, for about 20 years, he actually served the Gluck family. And, like, he was like without having this uh, stone race of, of servitude on him he 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 functioned within that that area like or like yeah co- coexisting with, with humans for two decades yeah so that's that's pretty crazy
2: yeah macht is fascinating like i mm-hmm. i can't quite ra- wrap my mind around him in this world I mean, the idea of him not having the capability of understanding some human emotions, that makes sense uh-huh. with what's been established. But this idea of a, of a demon coexisting with humans to a, po- to a certain extent mm-hmm. is so foreign uh, to me. I mean, yeah, we have, we've had demons that have been trying to deceive, and, and Fieden has said that's basically all they do is is deceive humans because that's just what they're meant to do, what they're made for or made, maybe not the right word, but you know what I mean? Yeah. But with, but with mock he's not really, doesn't seem to be completely out to kill the humans. By the very end of the volume, we have some sort of affection for humans. At least that's what he calls it. Um, right. <laughs> so it, it it's, it's an interesting, take on this uh, unique uh, I guess demon idea that the series has had since the very beginning Um,
0: yeah yeah yeah. like it definitely is different somehow but I don't know it's like he apparently genuinely wishes for coexistence with humans and as we've as we know it did work or it has worked for some time at least in the past Mm-hmm. But as Freeran pointed out, a lot of his actions also kind of go against those desires of mm-hmm. his to, to coexist with humans and mm-hmm. with how he has, like, he, he reeks of death and, and stuff like that, that that she points out. And we also saw through his memories him doing some very typical demon stuff, you know, burning down villages, mm-hmm. killing tons of people. And even after this supposed affection for humans began for him, he mm-hmm. was still creating conflicts for humans uh with like for example what we see at the very end of the the volume how he Mm -hmm. makes these two brothers fight for for their lives basically like yeah and that that was like supposedly like the first thing he did after he found this appreciation or, or or affection for them but that was him literally creating conflict which Throughout mm-hmm. this book, he kind of claimed that he was against conflict and didn't like that kind of thing. So, right, I don't know. As I see it, I don't know if he's really all that different from other demons at the end of the day, kind of. He's more pretentious than other demons? Yeah, maybe. definitely. More
1: pre-
2: <laughs> well, they're all pretentious, though, the,
0: right? True, I, I suppose so. But maybe this guy is like a new level of pretentious. <laughs> I, I don't know.
2: <laughs> I, I'm there with you in that I... Uh for one, I don't fully trust him. And I feel like we'd, what makes him fascinating right now is I can't truly grasp uh, what his thought process is because I don't think mm. it's as simple as, oh, I just want to be friends with humans. I, I I really don't think that's it. Right. But what his idea of coexistence could be it might be very different than what you know the humans in Frieden would, would call coexistence.
0: True. I mean, yeah, definitely it's got to be something like that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And, and I think that you could argue that this affection that he has could be the affection, maybe this is going to sound a little dark, but the affection we humans have for an animal, or some kind of being mm. that we view lower than us. Gotcha. You know? Mm. Um, and I could see a demon like him uh, seeing humans as Cute little things that are not uh, not like him, or you know, not as advanced as he is. That being all said, though, he was he he did seem to be somewhat caught up on the fact that there was certain emotions that he couldn't qu- comprehend. Right, and I wondered if that could be something that he desired from humans, and that's why he stuck with them for so long. Just out of pure fascination, and uh, maybe, may, maybe some sort of hope to to understand for himself. But it, I guess maybe it could be mm. in that sense it could be like a test subject type, type thing, like <laughs> experimentation.
0: Right. I mean, yeah. Right. I I kind of got those vibes a little bit as well. Uh, like at the very end there, when he, it, it was it was like he was testing to see how far humans were willing to go in order to survive in a way, like kind of those sorts of experimentations in the in his memory there, for example, but yeah. Yeah, he is interesting, even though, yeah, as I said, I don't know if he's really all that different from other demons. He is still definitely interesting, though. And like, I wonder how... How different is he really? Because <laughs> it's hard, it's hard to tell, because obviously we know that demons are masterful liars, or like that's what they do. That's how they get around. So yeah, yeah. I'm I'm hoping the next book will clear up some some of this.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I at the end of the day, I don't think he's gonna be, you know, a a, a friend. No. To humans. I, no way. That's definitely not what I'm saying. But what I am saying yeah, is that right. like, I I think that his thought process, um, while the end will be very demon-like, is just a little different than than what we've seen before.
0: Hmm. Right and this gold that he creates or rather the things that he turns into gold apparently don't give off any magic like vibes like to to those who can sense mana they don't sense or they they don't feel like the this gold is magical or cursed or anything like that mhm so to them it's just it it just seems like gold however it's also not quite gold because it's indestructible and it can't be processed (laughs) as gold, as normal gold can be. So it's like very yeah, it's this very strange thing. Like clearly it is magical to some extent because of the way that it is, but but mages can't read it as magic. It's very weird.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He's a strange one. Very powerful, but strange. Like how does one have that kind of a curse or spell, but I don't know. Very interesting. Yeah. But I guess to that point, uh, obviously people want to get rid of that, that spell, right? That curse. Uh-huh. But you can't get rid of it by just killing him. Right. You have to, he has to be the one that undo, undoes the curse.
0: Uh, yeah. Seems like it. So it's, it's a rough situation, <laughs> to say the least. For, for poor Denkin, especially, who, who really just wants to right. restore... His home and because we, we we saw because I, I actually i liked how not, not only was it mentioned or or i guess, i guess speculated by freerin and, and Denkin that that's how it had to be like they needed macht to turn the the area back to back to normal before they'd be able to kill him, I guess you know because otherwise it would just be be stuck as gold forever if they killed him without him having restored it but I, I also liked how in the battle or in um, Macht's battle with Lernin and Edel we saw him transmute his cloak into a golden sword and then also use or and, and then transmute it back into a cape and make it into a golden cape to like to use as as a shield and then he transmuted it back into a sword again so it was cool to see how well well to actually have seen uh, Macht both turn things into gold and restore them back to normal um so we know for sure it is possible
2: oh i didn't even pick that up that it was he was turning things back into gold i just thought it was magic in general but oh okay
0: oh i i assumed it was supposed to be be gold because that's kind of his thing yeah i mean that's um, i guess that's fair i guess i could be wrong but i i I think uh, plus also as it was established the, the the things he turns into gold are indestructible so it's obvious I, I, it makes sense to use like to, to to make a sword out of that type of gold or make a, mm. a, shi- a shield kind of or like the cape shield uh, as he did out of out of gold because mm-hmm. it's indestructible it's like perfect it's perfect for mm-hmm. combat really in that kind of a way <laughs> um mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I guess uh interpreting that as, as I did, with that being him turning it into gold tu- and yeah, into gold and back and into gold again and whatnot, uh then yeah, we have actually seen him do it, so hopefully by the end of this arc we will see him turn the whole area back into well, to normal. Yeah. Agreed. And about the stone race lid of servitude that was put on him by Lord Gluck. Mm-hmm. He was ordered to not commit malicious acts, and while we well I think you you touched earlier a bit on him not understanding certain concepts kind of that are pretty human human concepts or human emotions or ideas, and this idea of being malicious is is one of those things that he just doesn't comprehend or understand the meaning of, thus making that order on him just. Yeah, kind of. Does, it doesn't have any effect no one at would. all. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. it seems to be malice and guilt are the two that he mentions. I mean, I, I assume there may be more, but malice and guilt are the two that he points out at the end of the end of the volume.
0: Precisely. And another thing that apparently Lord Gluck wished for was enormous wealth. Uh, that wasn't something. That wasn't anything that was. Mentioned when the bracelet was put on or anything, but he did serve Lord Glick and And Lord Glick wished for enormous wealth And so at first glance it kind of seemed like that may have been the reason for why Macht started turning everything into gold, but Then I think as it was Edel pointed out how Macht's gold can't be processed and thus it kind of won't really bring the kind of wealth that real gold would would bring so it still kind of, still kind of remains a mystery as to why he's doing what he's doing.
2: Hmm. I mean, I would never think it'd be actually be a a command he's following, right? I mean, I mean that right. that would be not demon if he if he was following a <laughs> a command from a human. Yeah. He kept doing it.
0: And yeah, and especially since it wasn't part of the bracelet thing, like supposedly, like that. Right. that or or I guess to 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 serve was part of the bracelet thing so
2: yeah that's also part of it mm-hmm.
0: so if he was serving lord gluck is then, there if... someone
2: behind the behind the curtains who's telling him to change everything into gold like
0: oh right yeah maybe there is like a secret villain here
2: well well i was just joking
0: but i don't but still i mean <laughs> i mean i don't know i'm i'm open to to ideas <laughs> um is there anything else on macht? Nope, I'm good. All right, sweet. Then let's uh, move on to talk a bit about Denken. Macht's disciple? (laughs) Or what we (laughs) want to say. (laughs) Or at least previous disciple.
2: Yeah. Like we said, that was a pretty big surprise. um, And kind of gives him a history in a way. Uh Although it probably doesn't mean anything to Macht. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he remembers him. Maybe he doesn't.
0: Yeah, yeah, right. It, it, just briefly on that, interestingly, Macht's memory doesn't seem to be perfect, I guess, since he <laughs> didn't remember Freeran. Uh, yeah, it
2: didn't seem like it, yeah. unless he was just being cheeky, but I doubt it. Right,
0: right. They're huh.
2: probably all insects to him, because he's just so grand uh, and powerful. Or whatever.
0: True, right. Plus his life may have been very, very long, so. As
2: long as Freeran's? I don't know. I mean,
0: I don't know. We don't. I, how much do we know about the the lifespan of demons in this world? Longer than humans for sure, but how does it compare to elves? I'm not sure.
2: It's a good question. Hmm. I feel like Sidier was mentioned in this volume, and the plan was to keep Mach trapped there until his mortality would just win away. Uh,
0: right. Uh, yeah. At least Friedman did mention something like that.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's not for sure the plan, but that's what she assumes is the plan. Mm. So I wonder if that is a contingency plan or one that City A plans to be alive for still. I don't know. Right. But either way, mm. yeah, there's. He seems to have some sort of uh, trouble remembering the smaller, the smaller folks. Yes. But. Uh, I don't know if this is going to lead to anything with anything more with Denkin and and Macht. I mean, Macht is bound to obey Denkin just because of him being a citizen of the city. But uh, I don't know how far that goes. I mean, he, it seems uh-huh. that Denkin has tried; he kind of pushed his luck in, in various ways to try to get uh, Mock to do some things. And there's only he, he still has enough willpower to be like, eh uh-uh.
0: <laughs> Precisely, yeah. I wonder if he would have straight up tried to order him to just return every, everything to to normal. I, I could see that. Yeah, yeah. But that it wouldn't have had any effect, sadly.
2: Right. Honestly, it's if it's a command that he won't follow, he, he probably just is silent. Something <laughs> like that, you know?
0: Uh-huh. But yeah, Denkin has become this new keeper of the barrier that seals Macht in the Golden land, and As we knew since several volumes back into the story now, Denkin's goal used to be to return to his home village or hometown and visit his wife's grave. And we learn in this volume that he has done that. So that goal, I guess, has been achieved for for him. But now, of course, he has a new goal, being to restore the town to normal. And I guess the whole area, by extension. Um, Yeah. Just, yeah, breaking the curse completely.
2: Well, so originally he had planned to die, just die in his hometown. Like, that was what he, what he was going to do there. But then he, then he realized, oh, my gosh, my memories are still here. And my wife is so beautiful in my mind. I cannot let this place stay as gold. I need to, I need to revert it back. Mm. Uh, and, yeah, I, I, I love that about Duncan. He has a great sense of, of justice. And, uh, I mean, obviously there's selfishness here. But I I think that his love for his wife extends beyond the grave, and I adore it.
0: Absolutely, yeah. And I think it was also nice, like he he was kind of hard on himself, kind of early on in this volume, talking about how his feelings for his wife and how he wasn't a, a very good husband and and whatnot, and, like, and how he was kind of cold or or whatever. But then we heard from Lernan a little bit later in the in the book how he he. He explained their friendship because, as we learn, they were f- <laughs> f- friends back in the day. And, I mean, they still are. But, like, they've been friends for a long time. And how, when they were young, Duncan would, like, all the, all the time he would talk about his wife and, like... He wouldn't shut up about and, her. like Stuff like that. <laughs> so, like, I, yeah. I think he was, he was a better husband and he loved her more than he maybe gives himself credit for these days. And then maybe he started growing colder or whatever after her death uh, to some extent. Little by little, maybe.
2: Maybe, I think a lot of the guilt for him comes with the fact that he just never, mustered up the the courage to get back, go back to his homeland. Mm. Um, because he had, because he had ignored it for so long, you know. Yeah. Uh, just used excuses. Oh, I'm busy. Oh, I'm busy. But now he finally has that, that courage, and <laughs> even even. Characters in the volume note, it seems a little late for this, <laughs> but living in the now, and uh, yeah, anyway, I, I appreciate the the lesson there about uh, not putting things off, but yeah, even if you do, just get it done, like li- live in the now,
0: <laughs> exactly, because the now is all that we have, kind of, and how, yeah, 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 really, that, that whole scene with I, I believe it was Learning and Edel who had that. Discussion. Uh-huh. It was it was really beautiful. I thought, and how it's and, and as I believe is also pretty realistic, and and real. Like for for a lot of people in the real world too, is like to realize these things at, at an older age in life is probably rather common. Sadly, right. And how we, as younger people, should also try to remember these things. Like life is not eternal. And we, we got to make the best out of it in the moment, like with the time that we have. Agreed. It's, it's almost kind of um, inspiring, I think.
2: Yes. I guess uh, my final things, uh, or my, well, my final thing about Denken, it was just cute seeing the memories of his wife. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. It was really, really nice. I know it's just a minor thing, but I don't know. I, I, like, I like little things like that.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, no, it it was really nice. Next, let's move on to Free Ren. And for the first, I believe three chapters of this volume, like basically the chapters that were before before we got into the main chunk of the story, kind of the 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 whole Gold City part. I believe it was there were three chapters that came before then that didn't, at least to me, didn't add like didn't give a whole lot of substance necessarily. Yeah, um, but the one part at the end of the um, holy snow crystal chapter where mm-hmm. frierin just saw this veil or whatever like the the snow the holy snow crystal thing and and it and just how beautiful it was and how happy she was that people would be able to see it but she was also sad that it would get mined and and you know all right. van- vanish from there uh, pretty soon at least that's what she thought in the moment and I, I thought it was so sweet how it turned out that the guy who who'd hired them actually wanted to preserve it. And yeah, it was just a sweet, a sweet little moment, I thought.
2: Yeah, well, I, I think all three of those chapters were sweet little moments for Frida, and I mean, it, it kind of goes back to the basis of this journey is retracing her steps with the, the hero's party, yeah. and uh, seeing all the little things that uh, Himmel and the other guys left for her for sure uh all these years ago and uh i mean you, you got the journal you got the you got the bridge, and now you have the the crystals mm. uh at least that memory and yeah so it, it, it was touching i mean it's not it's nothing new necessarily, but it it's still like the good feel stuff absolutely stuff
0: like. yeah i mean it's the, it's the, it's the slice of life part of the story which. Yeah, well, of course, it's sh- super charming too. It's like it's it's one of the reasons why *Firin Beyond Journey's End* is is a, such a nice nice manga kind of.
2: It's also great world building. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, for like, sure. W- we get so much details about the world's like topography and 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 e- economy and things like that.
0: True. Uh, so very nice. That's a good point. Yeah, and and on the whole kind of slice of life thing, I guess, I I liked how. Himmel's journal really was that slice of life. It, it just depicted just normal everyday stuff, just kind of like a lot of the chapters of this manga series does for, for Freerun's journey after the, I guess, the main journey. Mm. But her role in the Golden City story here, uh, we learned that she or that one of the 11 people or, or beings that she has lost to in the past uh, is macht so it makes sense yep. that she's reluctant to to have a fight with him
2: not even sure if she can beat him now
0: exactly but there's actually she's, she's
2: probably pretty confident actually I've, yeah at the end of this mm. volume she's pretty much yep i don't think i could
0: <laughs> exactly um but she still offers to help which i think you know was was really awesome and it seems like she at least by the end of it after they had visited uh, Macht and then returned back outside. It seems like she has some kind of plan, but she's not convinced that it'll work. Mm -hmm. So I'm really curious to see what that's going to be. And hopefully, after having looked through these memories together with Denken, they'll be able to come up with a plan that they'll feel more confident about (laughs) uh, as to how to make Macht turn everything back to normal and then kill him. I suppose. Right
2: yeah I, I think the key is going to be going through his memories really i mean yeah freedom probably be. has an idea of something but i think once we, they go through the memories they'll have a, a more solid idea of what what to do which i mean at mm-hmm. this point i i, I who, who knows <laughs> i i really don't know i mean <laughs> if we're dealing with a human i'd be like okay well what are the what are the usually the the weaknesses some sort of love greed uh, those kind of things, but uh, <laughs> what what would a demon's weakness be? I, I have no idea right. other than his own pride.
0: Exactly. I mean, for sure, pride would or could make sense.
2: I mean, that's what they're known for being prideful. For sure. That's what Flame was all going on all about.
0: Yeah, and how it's because of their pride that they can't like that, or that they won't, for example, like restrict their mana, like to make it look smaller and stuff like that. Right, uh,
2: but. <laughs> You know what's interesting about that is that Fern and and Frieden mm. don't really sense Mach's mana, at,
0: at th- least from that far distance.
2: Well, that far, okay, that sh- that's fair. But I think yeah, even even a demon that powerful, you'd be able. To, I think even Fern mentions that you or someone mentions that you'd be able to feel that, right? So it's it's interesting how you can't you can't feel that, that presence or that, that that mana well normally I feel like a demon would be just blasting at a full full power
0: yeah i I did think about that too in that in that moment when they talked about it, and i I think I kind of justified it as what they were talking about was the gold and like the mana that would be em- em- emitting from the supposed magical gold and that's what they what what they were upset about, or kind of what 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 was upsetting that they couldn't sense that, and not specifically that they couldn't sense Macht's mana? Mm. I guess, I'm not convinced that that's the case, but I, I'm trying to review it that way, because it, it would be very strange if they couldn't sense his at all, or at the very least, when they're closer.
2: I think it would make him pretty unique. It would...
0: It would, but I I don't want to. I don't. <laughs> I'm I'm reluctant to to see him as as unique as the story is trying to depict him as right now. If that makes sense, um, mm-hmm. yeah. I I, I to, to me he's just another demon. You know.
2: I I get why. Mm. Uh, for sure. I think that there's more to it, and we'll we'll get the reveal in the next volume. Mm. But at the same time, I I, I do feel like there is. Something a little bit different about him—not to make him like anything, you know, like like an ally to humankind. I—I I mean, surprise me, but I—I I don't think that's the case. <laughs> uh-huh. But um, I, don't, I do think there's something a little different about supposedly the most powerful demon mage there is. Mm-hmm. But you know, so just to clarify more more my point. Stark mentions that, oh man, there should be an insane amount of mana emitting out of him. And Fern can't sense it in the slightest. And says that I should still be able to sense his mana from this distance.
0: Did she say his mana? Yep. Okay. At least in my, in my book. Gotcha. Yeah, then that is strange. That is strange. Because, yeah, if, if she used the word he, then, then yeah, it is about him. And not the gold. Or I mean, maybe it's both. but But still, yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah, that is curious. <laughs>
2: Indeed, I mean, I I think it really comes down to why is he doing this all of a sudden, and all of a sudden being for fifty years or however however many years it's been. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, no, for sure. Uh,
2: but but anyway, I guess we were talking about Fiden. Um right? And yeah, I mean, this is the I I. Maybe argue this is probably the most powerful mage she's been up against. I'm not sure what the Demon Lord is classified as exactly. I mean that they did defeat the Demon Lord, the, the hero team, so Exactly I don't don't know how the Demon Lord stacks up to Macht, but at the very least, this is one mage that even Frieden is not okay going against. <laughs> uh-huh. I like in her conversations with uh, Denkin, she's reminded of, of her another conversation with Himmel about how using the flower spell reminded her of Plema. Yeah. And that it was okay to have those happy memories. And it, that's such a, a great message in that having it, it's, not, it's not bad to have these happy memories because you know, they, they may make us feel sad or lonely, but they did happen, and it's fine to, to look back on that and remember when we were happy. Mm -hmm. Um, and and maybe it's even you go a step further maybe this is my own further interpretation is that there will be moments where you are sad but we can look back at the times that we were happy and maybe that can get us back to maybe where we want to be or hold us through until (laughs) the next time we're happy (laughs) yeah yeah. I think that's all I got on
0: Eden. me too I believe you have something on Irel and Lernan. So if, whichever order you want to wanna talk about, those two.
2: Yeah, well, I'll talk with Lernan. Uh, you mentioned that he was close friends with Deccan uh, and that they knew each other. They were Imperial mages together. And honestly, I just liked his whole plan to infiltrate the city and, and uh, confront Mog and, and try to uh, get whatever information they could. That move, using Edel to get his memories so smooth. It's like, oh, man.
0: <laughs> he is very smooth.
2: <laughs> yeah. Mm. I mean, I, you really wouldn't expect it from a guy who... I mean, he looks pretty, he looks pretty old. I mean, obviously, Denkin looks old, too. But he, he he's looking kind of ancient himself.
0: Yeah, I mean, I reckon they're about the same age.
2: Right. But uh, not, he's, he's as powerful as they come in terms of the uh, human mages. So it's... mm-hmm. Yeah, it's cool to see. Really? Um, that's really all I have on him. Then Adele? I actually was really happy to see her back in the story. Uh yeah. I was quite fond of her when she had her little uh scene in the um was that the maze section of of the test? Oh yeah. I quite I quite thought thought her contribution was charming and, and interesting um so i'm glad she's here the humanosis spells was, was, was really interesting to see and understand how they work because they, they they work on humans or similar creatures but not demons that was i don't know i mean just the fact that b- because it's so based on the mentality of of the creatures further emphasizes the fact that humans and demons are different um, can't mm-hmm. can't really see eye to eye right uh in terms of their mental state so it does put into question can coexistence really happen at least in the term that we understand it again maybe right. macht's idea of coexistence is completely different but
0: yeah it uh, remains to be seen for sure but yeah i, I really liked how how this volume really leaned in on on well yeah her her ability to do all these like hypnosis kind of things or like read and the memory reading the memory yeah precisely yeah and it was impressive how even though it had been established pretty much from the get-go of this volume or at least of her part in this volume that doing those sorts of things to a demon's brain or whatever is basically impossible She was still able to gather a hundred years' worth of memories from him. um, Which really just kind of... It really establishes it as an incredible feat by her.
2: Yeah. You mentioned this earlier, but I want to bring it up again. She Mm -hmm. believes there's a greater reason why... What's the guy's name? The Lord... Glück. Glück? Glück? Why he manipulated Mach, or at least allowed him to be... Uh, in his service. And, you know, it, it's basically established that it can't have been for the gold, for the, for the wealth at the very least. Right. A thought did come through my mind upon first reading. Did he somehow want, did, did he desire Mock to petrify <laughs> the area in gold? Like, mm. so that it just remains as pristine uh. or whatever. But I, mm. I, that's, I mean, that, that kind of goes back to the whole the villain behind the curtain type or the, the true villain type thing. Right. <laughs> but um, huh. I don't think he'd be doing it for another human, though. Or Well, if it were a human, it would only be him, I think. Probably. Right. Man. I guess it could be another citizen. but
0: uh. I wonder now, though, if Lord Gluck, if, if there's more to that character than we know right now. Yeah. Like, maybe not necessarily what you just suggested, but uh-huh. but like something else, like maybe what if he, for example, intentionally made the order as vague as it was or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. for some reason like that we don't know yet. But I, I don't know. I mm-hmm. it, it could be interesting. No, I agree.
2: I, I think there has to be more to it because you can't just tease this oh, true intentions thing without going into depth. And I think mm. when we go into Mok's century-long memories, mm. we're, we'll get that answer. Yes, I think, that would sure. be awesome.
0: Mm. Then last character, I guess, and it's not much on him, but the dwarf Gien, who spent 200 years building a bridge uh, in order to save the villagers in case it, the village would be attacked by demons again in the future. A nice, nice deed kind of learning from previous quote-unquote mistakes. Not that it wasn't like an active mistake in like back when it happened the first time, but at least learning from the past.
2: Well, changing the future, you know, like, yeah.
0: Mm, mm. In some way. Precisely, you know. yeah. And his name Gien means go or walk in German. Mm. Not, to- I mean, I guess walking over a bridge <laughs> or something. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I don't really know, but that is what his name means anyway. But anything else on him or anyone else? No, I, I think that's that's it for me. Awesome. In that case, before we move into predictions, I'm going to go over some names of locations and minor characters and, uh, well, yeah, I explain the German meanings behind them. Yes. Uh, we had Lake Corridor. Uh, in the first chapter, or cor- cor- corridor, I, I I'm not, I i do not know exactly how it would be pronounced in German, but either way, <laughs> it means corridor. It's the same. Uh. Uh, and my guess as to why is because that lake had mountain ranges on each side of it, kind of turning it into like a like a corridor or a passageway, kind of.
2: Hmm. Interesting.
0: Then there was the Great Tor Canyon or Tor. Uh, with Tor, I believe means gate or gateway, mm. though I wasn't totally sure of like the significance there.
2: Well, you know, a gate can kind of keep people away, maybe, I suppose the canyon, I
0: don't know. I mean, maybe. <laughs> uh, then there was the Schmal snowfield. Uh, Schmal means narrow, thin, or slim in German. <laughs> and that one actually I felt even more strange than the previous one, probably, in terms of, like, maybe,
2: finding... It. Maybe it's a thin sheet of snow? Maybe?
0: Maybe. Or, 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 or maybe if you look at the map, maybe it is a thin geographic area or something.
2: Oh, yeah, maybe, yeah. Because it probably looks really wide from this perspective, but when you actually look at it as a whole, it's, I could see it actually being a Smaller, thinner section.
0: Could be, especially since we know that the great, the great, wait, what is, it, is it called the Great Plateau? This area. Oh, the Northern Plateau. Northern Plateau. Thank you. Yeah, I was thinking about Zelda. I think the. Great, <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, the Northern Plateau. Thank you. Uh, is a really large geographic area. So a place that looks big there might still be like a pretty small portion of the Northern Plateau. But. Then we we they they came to the Weisse region with the for uh, the fortress city of Weisse. Weisse means Weiss in German, mm. um, and that was the region. Obviously, that well, a big part a big part of it was turned into gold. There, the my my best guess as as to why it would be called or why it would it would be named after the word for Weiss, is that. Denken was there and Lernan was there, both of whom have names that kind of allude to being wise, with Denken's name meaning to think and Lernan's name meaning Mm. to learn. And both Mm -hmm. of those kind of having to do with wisdom, I guess, maybe to some extent. (laughs) But I'm not really (laughs) sure. (laughs) Mm. And there was Lord Gluck, Denken's father-in-law. That Gluck means luck, happiness, or I think sometimes it can even mean fortune. And if so, then it makes sense with... The whole golden thing. Uh, except maybe it didn't bring fortune, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Still. Um, uh, we heard about the first class mage, Tao very briefly. Tao, I think, means do, Like D-E-W. Yeah, yeah. Um, and lastly, the second class mage, Fru. Uh, Fru meaning early.
2: <laughs> That's funny. Do, do, do you get it?
0: No, I don't know if I get it.
2: So she met up with them early because I think ah. Lerner was like, this is not the meeting point we agreed on.
0: True. Oh yeah, that that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Frühe, frühe. That, <laughs> was, that was um an unfortunate end for her, but but yeah. Yeah. Uh, the German word for breakfast is frühstück, uh alluding to the fact that it's an early meal in the day. Ah. Um, but anyway, <laughs> uh, that was all of the German words in this in this volume, at least the new ones that, that hadn't been brought up in the, any of the previous volumes. Then what do we got for predictions?
2: You know, not as much as I would have hoped for, because I, I understand where the story is going, but I don't know. It's hard for me to predict what the twist or the turn will be exactly
0: right. I feel similarly.
2: I I feel like we'll go into the memory. We'll see some some aspect with him and oh gosh, Lord Gluck. Gluck, yeah, yeah. And the something will click, and then they they'll go from there. That's mm.
0: that's one I guess maybe safe prediction that I have. Yeah, I think that I think that makes sense. I'm with you on that. And like in, in terms of how long this is gonna last, like I guess chapter wise or whatever, I I feel pretty confident that it'll like this arc itself is gonna last at least throughout uh half of the next volume, like at least maybe yeah pro- probably more than that though, but but it, it feels like there's still plenty I left that to get too. through here. Yeah, yeah.
2: I I wonder if Denkin's wife. Is gonna play a role in this at all? Hmm. Because we are going into memories, so there is a chance for her to appear there potentially. And this is his father in law, Lord Lucas's father in law, correct?
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm.
2: So there could be a chance that that is in play at play as well. Interesting. I don't know what to to what extent, other than a cameo. It would be very interesting if some for some reason the Oh, why? Okay. <laughs> so, Ed- Edel mentions that it's either Edel or Lernan mentioned that only the person who casts the um, the bracelet spell can be the one who changes it at yeah. all.
0: Right. Yeah. Or adds new commands or stuff like that. Yeah.
2: Adds new commands. What if at some point Gluck added another one and maybe had something to do with his daughter
1: mm-hmm.
2: who was dying. Um now granted she's she was already buried, right? He's already been to the grave. Or no, he had never Duncan mm. had never been to the grave, had he, before. I don't think so. So I'm just I'm just like curious, is how did she die? Was she petrified in gold? Mm. I don't know. I I am just throw throwing crap out there. But oh. I mean I feel like It would be very interesting if you had some sort of addition to the bracelet command from... (laughs) Help me. (laughs) Gluck. Gluck. I keep wanting to say glug. (laughs) (laughs) Gluck. Mm. Some some sort of new command from him, Uh, especially since they mentioned that no one can change it except for the original caster. Mm. So I don't know, that's just an idea I, I had, and I could see it being something to do with his daughter and not just being...: Oh, I want more gold, even though I can't really do anything with this gold." You know right.
0: Yeah. yeah, precisely. Man, yeah. I'm, I think as far as, like I think the previous volume probably had me more like hyped for this one, like by the end of it. Yeah, like they, they, yeah. they definitely like teased this one in a very fun way and like it definitely had i think both of us very excited for the next volume Uh this one doesn't have me like the same level of hype necessarily but it has me really intrigued like and like just really curious right about what really is behind all of this and like how much don't we know and what and yeah and what 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 don't we know um so i i can definitely wait for the next one like i'm not super eager but i'm extremely curious still.
2: Well, I won't say that I that I can wait. I <laughs> I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I have def I definitely wanted I to know now. <laughs> but um I'm with you in that I'm not like oh hype 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 because I don't think it it was necessarily the feeling that we got. I think at the end of the previous volume mm. the it 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 was very uh hype inducing in how it was set up. Yeah. Um this one i think part of it's because it's not really action focused at all there's no there's really not much of a chance that there's going to be a battle you know what i mean like i mean I, I guess there could be some sort of conflict when they try to take him down maybe but it it just feels that no one wants to fight the other well i can't speak for mock but feed and Denkin just just don't want to even try it, you know?
0: Precisely. Yeah, like, it, it's it's much more of a mind game, which is really interesting. Yeah. Here. Yeah, yeah.
2: But, I, guess, I mean, I guess that can be hyped, too. I don't know. I I don't know. It's mm. still... I'm still excited. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just not, you know, super hyped.
0: Fair, yeah, for sure. Um, And I feel like this volume especially has been... I've, at least it seemed to me like there were little, little flags, a, a few, a few times at the very least, that seemed to point toward the fact that Denken, like this, might be the end for Denkin eventually, like at the end of this arc, maybe. Mm. Though mm. I'm choosing not to think that he will die because I think it's almost it almost feels too predictable that he will die.
1: Mm. Um, mm-hmm.
0: it's like the story wants us to think that this will be Denkin's last stand, but that they. Eventually, maybe then won't actually kill him off, so i'm 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 predicting that Denkin will survive this
2: thinking back, I think I said that Dekin could get severely injured, and then um
0: and then sign would swoop in
2: yeah, 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 right Sine would swoop
0: in, yeah, yeah
2: uh, <laughs> i'm I, as much as I love that- I love that theory prediction um i don't think that's gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> right i think that everyone's gonna avoid this i mean there's really no one in the area so there's no reason why sign would uh suddenly appear out of nowhere right and not to say that i don't think denkin could die but at the same time i think it would be maybe a shame if he did yeah it would you be know?
0: <laughs> i agree and speaking of sign I think by the previous or when, when, when we talked about the previous volume and we were trying to predict things, I think I or we uh, brought up the, the possibility. Well, well, yeah, I think we both brought up the possibility of Sign perhaps appearing during this arc here. Mm-hmm. But yeah, at this point, it doesn't seem all that likely. However, I still don't think we'll have to wait too long before he comes back into the story. So I'm going to predict that he will appear shortly after this whole arc is over
2: yeah i can go with that i want that
0: yeah (laughs) me too but yeah i uh don't have anything else for predictions
2: i'm all dried up lovely no it's not it's a serious condition
0: (laughs) yeah you should have some water yeah don't let your pee go all dark and oh my word colorful i'm so sorry (laughs) Uh, yeah, if, if if your pee is dark and like very clearly, very strongly yellow, have some water. <laughs> well, we can't end the episode like that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, that is what a, what a way to end a fear and discussion. <laughs> no,
0: I can't allow this.
2: <laughs> um, to all fear in France, forgive us.
0: Please forgive me. <laughs> We have expressed our excitement, however, for the next volume, so there's that. Uh, (laughs) And I, well, I guess guess there isn't much reason to drag this out much more. So, if you enjoy our content, you can follow us on Twitter at Umami Manga, and it would be lovely if you'd like to support us by rating our show on the podcast platforms and subscribing to our channel, Umami Manga, on YouTube. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time when we'll talk about volume 10. Bye-bye! See you later! Thank you so much for to playing my game.